How do you do? Have you ever been blamed for something you didn't do or been rejected because of a misunderstanding? If so, you might identify with the man in our story. From an early age, he struggled to be accepted for what he was instead of who he wasn't. But when the pain of rejection became more than he could handle, he needed an answer that would heal him from the injustice he had faced. He was certain he was fighting a losing battle until the day he realized his battle was inside. And that's when his heart and mind and life were unshackled. All right, that's it. Everyone else, step back. No, wait, please. That's it, lady. The ship is full and ready to sail. But I must get on. You must do what I tell you. I have to get to Taiwan. By what authority can you keep me here? By authority of Chairman Mao and the Chinese Communist Party. Please, I'm desperate. I cannot help you. Step back. Look, I have some money. Surely you can find a place for just one more? Hmm. Well... You have family in Taiwan? Uh, no, but I won't be there long. Where are you going from there? To freedom in the United States of America, New York City. <laughs> Another poor immigrant dreaming of fortune. <laughs> no, dreaming of freedom. Someday, my children will be Americans. <gasps> Here, take this. It's all I got. <laughs> Lady, you can run, but you'll never make it in time. Bringing you the good news through dramatized true life stories, this is Unshackled, produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. Homelessness can begin in childhood. That's why Pacific Garden Mission opened a women's and children's division more than 70 years ago as a refuge where women with children could come and find new life by offering a safe haven with food, clothing, and many supportive services, the Old Lighthouse helps these neglected ones break free of habits and attitudes that perpetuate their poverty. Everything is free at Pacific Garden Mission, especially new life. Counselors reach out to all men, women, and children with the truth of God's love and grace. And it is the truth that sets them free. Now for broadcast around the earth, here is episode number 3,646 in the series, Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. He was filled with rejection, and he struggled to understand why people judged him by his looks instead of his character. He searched for peace of mind, but would he ever find a way to rise above the prejudice? even his own? You'll find out as we bring you the true story of Jim Lowe, right now on Unshackled. I was that child born in freedom to my Chinese mother in the United States of America, New York City to be exact. Fleeing an oppressive communist China on the final boat out, my mother's only thought was to go to college in America and have a family. When I came along, she was very proud of my American citizenship, I was brought up like any other American child and knew no other kind of life. That is, until I started school. 
Then I discovered that even in the freedom of the USA, there were things that I couldn't understand. Don't slam that door, young man. But, Mom, those big boys, they were after me. After you? Why? I don't know. They want to beat me up. What did you do, Jim? Nothing. Mom, are we Japs? Of course not. Did they call you that? No, they called me stupid Jap and dirty rotten chink. So, did you tell them you were born here? They don't care. They hate me because I'm different. You are not. Honey, you look Asian, but you're as American as they are. But no one wants to be friends because I have funny looking eyes. That's enough, Jim. Don't you ever forget. We, Asian Americans, are the smart ones and the polite ones. You tell those boys that. No way! I get beat up again. Well, then you're on your own. I can't help how I look. Oh, son. Some people will never see anything but the outside. It was the beginning of a lifetime of confusion for me. My father died before I was born, and my mother's remarriages had only resulted in a home with conflict. Constant fighting became the norm in our house with very few kind words. I handled it by becoming a loner. At school, I ate lunch alone and was left out of games at recess. By middle school, I was known as China Boy and never included at parties. But the worst was gym class. I wasn't particularly athletic, and that only made my situation more difficult. Line up, boys. Line up. Oh, man, I hate this. I thought I was the only one. At least you're not always picked last. You should try being China Boy. Yeah, good point. I'm sorry, Jim. It's not fair. Eh, I'm used to it. Hey, tell you what. If I get to be captain someday, I'll pick you first. Really? Sure. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Oh, holding my nose. I guess I'll take Andy. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. I'm not getting stuck with Chow Ching. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go back to wherever you came from, Chink boy? <laughs> hey, his name's Jim. Yeah, Jim? His name's Gook. Yeah, smells like one, too. <laughs> you scared slant eyes. Stop it. Leave him alone. All right, what's going on over here? These guys giving you a hard time, son? Uh, well, um, uh... Uh, no, sir. Let's go, Jim. That was the lunch bell. Hey, I'm sorry I got you into that. Those punks don't scare me. Grab your lunch. I'll find us a table. That's okay. I'm used to eating by myself. Not today, buddy. Race you to the lockers. I was astounded that someone was actually nice to me. Andy not only sat with me at lunch, he became a friend who talked to me about things I'd never heard before. He shared his lunchtime with me, but also the solution to my unhappiness I didn't even realize I needed. I guess it's because I know what it's like to be sad and alone, too. You? Come on. It's true. I'm not Chinese, but I felt picked on, too. What did you do about it? Found a place where I felt accepted. Is there such a place? I don't even get that at home. Then you should come to church with me someday. Church? <laughs> You're not kidding. Nope. My church is awesome. No matter who we are or what we look like, we care about each other. It's like a family. Why? Because <laughs> of Jesus. He loves everyone just the way we are. Um, I don't know much about Jesus. My mom says that religious stuff is just a crutch. Never helps anyone. It helped me. 
See, the Bible says that Jesus is God's own son who loves the world. All the world. Every skin color, every person. Even Chinese people? <laughs> Everyone. And he loves us so much that he was willing to die on a cross for all we've done wrong. When I committed my life to Jesus, he didn't just become my savior, but also my friend. All that's in the Bible, huh? Yep. God loves you, Jim. I don't know. You need Jesus as your savior. He cares about you. Says so in my Bible. Thanks. I'll think about that. Good. But, uh, we should probably take the back way to class. Oh, yeah. Bullies at the door. Stick with me. But if all else fails, run! That conversation made such a difference in my thoughts. I wanted to hear more, but when I mentioned church or Christianity at home, my mother would rebuke me, saying churches and pastors only take advantage of weak people. I put the idea of Jesus Christ out of my mind, but I never completely forgot it. During high school, my home life continued to be fraught with fighting, and at school, I became increasingly depressed by the bigotry. Jim, stop slamming that door. Okay, okay. Ah, you're home late. The police stopped me again. Why? What were you doing? Nothing, Mom. Speeding? No! You must have done something. Don't you get it, Mom? I'm a Chinese teenager. Did he give you a ticket? No. He was nice, actually. So, did it occur to you it might not be because you're Asian, but because of that other thing? What other thing? The teenager thing? In a car? After dark? It's because I'm Chinese, Mom, and I'm sick of it. I didn't see then that some of the bullying and prejudice I was experiencing might have been partly due to my own attitudes. Living with my stepfather was a nightmare, and I was convinced my loner status was about discrimination and not my social awkwardness or hypersensitivity. So I began to formulate a plan of escape a permanent plan I was ready to set in motion if one more thing made me feel unloved or unworthy. Hand me some of that. Jim, pass that to your dad. Can we ever have something American? What, like hot dogs? Just something else. Stop complaining, Jim, and eat. Um, I'm done. Can I be excused? Fine. Go get your math homework and I'll check it. I didn't do it. Jim! I hate math! You're supposed to be good at math. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Aren't you? Why are you so insensitive? All right, that's enough. You're just being lazy, Jim. I am not. Yep. I said... Listen to your mother, or you'll never amount to anything. I am going to be somebody. Yeah, somebody ignorant and without a job if you don't learn to do your homework. Don't you say that about me again. Hey, I'm the father in this house. You don't tell me. Stop it. Both of you. You're ruining dinner. That's it. I'm done here. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. Done. Do you hear me? Done! It was time. I knew I had to put my plan into action. The more I was bullied at home and at school, the more I was sure my escape plan was the only way out. I made my preparations carefully. No one would know until I was gone. As I watched and waited for the right time to put an end to the hatred, anger, and depression, I secretly hoped that somehow, something would happen to change my mind. But if it didn't, I was prepared to end it all.
We'll hear what happened to Jim Lowe in just a moment. Unshackled is now in its 70th year of spreading the good news to the world through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we are able to share Unshackled on over 3,100 radio stations, in over 100 countries, and now on our Unshackled app, where you can hear our shows for free anytime, anywhere. In order to continue the work of spreading the gospel, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It really is quite easy. All you do is visit our website, unshackled.org, or go on our app and click the Donate button. Or you can always write a check to Unshackled and mail it to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. I was ready to make my escape. I took a knife from the kitchen and headed to my room to end my struggle. But just as I put the tip of that knife to my wrist, I recalled Andy's words about the love and acceptance found in Jesus Christ. If he was right, maybe there was a way out after all. Jesus, if you're really there, and you really do love and accept everyone, please help me. I'm so lonely and angry and lost. Please help me, Jesus. Save me, please. <laughs> I don't know how long I stayed on my knees, but when I got up, I felt different. My circumstances hadn't changed, but there was a change in my heart. I had a friend, a friend named Jesus who had plans for my life. As high school ended, I couldn't wait to see what good things would happen to me next. Excuse me, are you Roxy? Yeah. Hi, I'm here for the program. Name's Jim. Oh, awesome, Jim. But how did Pastor manage to rope in a college student? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to. I volunteered. For the whole summer? Yep. Uh, you ever helped with inner city kids before? Nope. Should I be scared? <laughs> I won't sugarcoat it. These kids are from every kind of home you can imagine. So how did they rope you in? I worked here last summer. Wow. You keep coming back for more? More of a good thing. Good thing, huh? Yep. And maybe Jesus has you right here where he wants you. <laughs> Turns out Jesus' plans for me were amazing. Roxy was a beautiful, caring young woman with a heart for serving the Lord and people. Though I still had deeply rooted issues with intolerance and abuse, her family accepted me as I was. And they showed me what a household of faith could be like. In time, Roxy and I began dating. And to my surprise, she even agreed to marry me. I answered the call to ministry and studied to be a pastor like her dad. But I would soon discover that the ugliness of prejudice is everywhere, even in the places where you least expect it. Roxy! There you are. I got a table. What is going on that couldn't wait till you got home? They're ready to fire me because we're losing members. Oh, Jim. 
every church goes through that when a new pastor takes over? It's not about that. It's about us. Us? What about us? I warned you that a white woman married to a, well, to put it in their words, a Chinaman might be a problem someday. Oh, that again. Yeah. I thought I'd left all the bigotry behind as a kid. But this, from so-called Christians? Jim, we know Christians aren't perfect. Maybe this is your chance to show them that the love of Christ is colorblind. I'm not sure I can do that. I can't tolerate these people. Huh. I guess there's enough intolerance to go around then. What are you talking about? You just said you can't tolerate these people. Now you're both intolerant. I can't pastor people like that. And you can't teach them if you refuse to forgive them. Forgive them? They owe us an apology. But if you hold anger in your heart, you become as bad as they are. Well, then what? Love them anyway. Just like Jesus said, forgive if you have aught against any. That your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Yeah, yeah, I know. The world is so obsessed with color, Jim. But really, the Lord just looks at the condition of our hearts. You're right. Sometimes I forget how much God has forgiven me. And there's a lot there to forgive. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beginning. The start of breaking down the walls of intolerance hiding in my own heart. Roxy helped me see that I would be free of that only if I repented. And she wasn't the only one who saw I'd been blind to my own shortcomings. So, how was it? Okay. Just okay? You usually love your time with Bob. Roxy, do I act like I'm better than everyone else? Did he say that? Not in so many words, but yeah, he did. He said, I think that because I'm Chinese. Hmm. You're the only one who can answer that, Jim. You know how I've been treated all my life, even in churches. And you've worked through those hurts. But is it possible you're still holding something more in your heart? Like what? Pride. Look, the Chinese are a smart, civilized people. I was taught to be proud. Uh-oh. Yep. We're going to the Word of God. Uh, here we go. Jeremiah 9, verse 23. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Hmm. So you really think I've been prejudiced myself? Oh, not me, dear. Thus saith the Lord. Ironic, isn't it? God calling me to repent of the same kind of unfairness and bigotry that nearly cost me my life. None of us are truly free until we can see each person just like God does. So there I was again, on my knees in tears, repenting of all the hidden bias locked in my own heart. I found the peace that comes from a clear conscience, and I would be a better pastor and husband because of it. But God wasn't finished teaching me because our next assignment was in South Africa, of all places, serving as missionaries, a place where dividing people based on their skin color was constant and dangerous. This became dramatically clear to me one day while traveling to preach in an area filled with turmoil and racial hatred. 
Roxy? Can you hear me? Barely. I'm near the church, but I don't like what I'm seeing. What's happening? Not sure. I see smoke, and there are boulders in the road ahead. Can you drive around them? What was that? Are you okay? That was a gunfire. From who? African gangs. I've got to go. Hey, grab him. Okay, okay, I'm getting out. You gonna give us all your money, white man. Sorry, no money. Dear God, save me. Please help me, Lord. You funny color for a white man. He don't look white. Wait. He Chinaman. Hey, you Bruce Lee? The fighter guy? Uh, I do look like him. You really him? The karate guy? Well, uh, um... I think you lie. Stop! Stop it! You can't harm this good man. He's here to teach at my church. You the pastor? Yes. This man is my brother. You lie. He's not black man. No, he's not. But he is my brother. So if someone has to die, let it be me. You give your life with this Chinaman? Yes. Let him go. You, one very brave pastor. No, I'm not. But I have one very mighty God. I was amazed at the protection of our God that day. I was so frightened I would have let them believe I really was Bruce Lee just so they would let me go. But God had a better plan. He sent a brother in the faith to stand up for me. Our skin colors were different, but that day proved beyond a doubt that the hatred planted in man's heart is the only thing that divides us. Family is family, all created by the same God, all part of one race, the human race. I thought a lot about that close call and how God used it to strengthen me. South Africa became a training ground for my faith in more ways than one. What a finish! Congratulations to the Rainbow Team! Team! Hey, that was amazing! Thanks, but it wasn't me. <laughs> God staged quite a rescue out there. Sure did. Craziest thing I've ever seen. The 30k race is a big deal here. Super competitive. Yeah. yeah, I must have been nuts to think I could run with these guys. With them? <laughs> Didn't look that way to me. <sighs> True. Kind of embarrassing, I, I guess. But they refused to let me give up. What happened out there before you were um, carried across the finish line? I hit a wall. Couldn't keep up. So I quit. I was ready to fall in my tracks and never get up again. When one guy stopped to help me. Who? A competitor. He literally picked me up and started running with me. Then two more jumped in to help, yelling to me that I was going to make it. That we were all going to make it, together. What a story. Did you hear the crowd as you reached the finish line? You mean when all four of us reached the finish line? With me practically being carried? Yeah, it was quite a sight. Everyone on their feet cheering for the rainbow team. Rainbow team? I don't get it. That's what they called it. And the crowd loved it. A black man, an Indian man, a white man, and a Chinese guy. All finishing the race together, helping each other to the finish line. <laughs> wow. Rainbow team, huh? Brothers caring more for their brother than themselves. Now, that's how God intended each of us to run this race of life. 
Though God would move Roxy and me into many different places and situations, the lessons I had learned would never leave me. I know now that God does a work in any human heart who trusts in him, and it's he who gives us the desire to live in unity with each other. The Bible says, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. What a family we belong to, the family of God. You know, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss serving in South Africa. <laughs> so do I. Really? What's your favorite memory? That's an easy one. Singing alongside our brothers and sisters in Christ, regardless of tribe or color. Or language. Especially that. <sighs> it's glorious how we sing a verse in every language. <laughs> must be a little glimpse of heaven. A reminder that we are all one in Jesus Christ. Yeah. A special woman once told me that. Really? She sounds very wise. Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> quiet now. The service is starting. But that's my favorite song. I can't be quiet. <laughs> then shout it out so the whole world can hear. They'll know we are Christians. By our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Listening friend, Jesus tells us in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jim Lowe found the freedom to live his life in unity with God and man by putting his faith in Jesus Christ. Have you, friend? And if you've never put your faith in Christ, why not do so now? Though the world around us may seem to be filled with despair, you can find the courage to live in unity and peace of mind when you trust in Christ. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10 promise that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you need help in this crucial decision, get in touch with us at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607, or call 1-888-NEED-HIM. The telephone number in Chicago is 312-492-9410. Our email address is unshackled at pgm.org. Visit our website to learn more about this ministry, unshackled.org. One listener writes, I'm so blessed by your program. I am in South Africa, and I listen to your program through Good News Radio, which is our local Christian radio station here in Durban. Well, thank you so much for letting us know you're listening and encouraging us in our ministry. We pray with each episode that God would use it for His good purpose to draw others unto Himself. We know from Scripture that the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3, 9. If you enjoy our program, do us a favor. 
Don't forget to contact the manager of your radio station and thank them for bringing you Unshackled. This is program number 3,646. Heard in the true story of Jim Lowe were Dwight Sora, Cheryl Hamada, Demetrius Troy, Lawrence Halliburton, and Michael Torrey. Original music and audio engineer Don Badorf. Recording engineer David Pierczynski. Sound effects Demetrius Troy. And script Karen Knight. Unshackled is produced by Pacific Garden Mission to show through true stories that if your life is empty... It can be filled to overflowing. Please write today. Your letter means a great deal to us. The address? Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory reminding you that the doors to Pacific Garden Mission are open night and day. Thanks for listening, and may God bless you.